0: RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Daily Star Trek News stands in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement in support of protesters raising their voices across the United States. Donate to the movement today at blacklivesmatter.com. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Monday, June 1st, 2020. On today's show, Brian Fuller explains why a year-long Year of Hell arc never happened on Star Trek Voyager. The cast of Voyager break a fundraising record on their reunion live stream, and Star Trek Online helps raise over $130,000 for charity. We're catching up on the weekend's Star Trek news, coming up next. With Star Trek Voyager continuing to celebrate its 25th anniversary this year, the podcast Inglorious Treksperts sat down with Brian Fuller to discuss writing for the series. TrekMovie.com reported on the interview, giving insight on the challenges faced in the writers' room and how it diverged from other Star Trek productions. Star Trek Voyager came to screens in 1995, while Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Star Trek First Contact were both in production. How would Star Trek Voyager fit the mold and manage to stand out? In the interview, Fuller elaborated on defining the series and the difficulty as a writer in bringing the Starfleet and Maquis crews together. I think Voyager initially was trying to be the next generation— and finally decided what it was going to be around Season 4, Fuller said. We lost very quickly the dynamics of the Maquis interacting with the Starfleet crew. These characters are coming from a place that is culturally different, so they can't just be regular members of the crew. Fuller went on to give credit to showrunner Brennan Braga and writer Joe Menosky for helping define what Star Trek Voyager would become, saying it was really their two voices more than anybody else there was an appetite for these bigger, bolder science fiction stories. One of those bigger and bolder stories that Star Trek Voyager took on was the two-part episode Year of Hell from the fourth season. Originally pitched as a season-long story arc, Fuller remembers feeling let down by the decision to only produce two episodes. "'We wanted Year of Hell to last the entire season,' Fuller said." We would go back to it every once in a while to remind the audience that it's the larger story. Not everyone saw it in the same light. While Star Trek Deep Space Nine was a serialized production, that was not at all what one producer had in mind for Star Trek Voyager. Fuller reflected on this, saying, There was an interesting division between what Rick Berman wanted the show to be, which was episodic, and how we wanted to be, creative storytellers playing with the Star Trek toy box. To listen to the full interview, visit com. Of course, you can watch Year of Hell Parts 1 and 2, along with all seven seasons of Star Trek Voyager, streaming now on CBS All Access. More news in a moment, but first, a word from me. I mentioned at the top of the show today that I stand with the Black Lives Matter movement and the protesters across the United States. All this week, I will be asking listeners of this show to express their support for the protesters as well. The Star Trek future we believe in is one in which every person's life has the highest value, and we don't get there without first proclaiming that Black Lives Matter. Today, please take the time to take action— Donate to Black Lives Matter at blacklivesmatter.com Read about the protests and why they're happening and educate yourself on ways that you can help. I've said it before and I will say it again. If you believe in a Star Trek future, there's no room for intolerance. Do your part. We're all in this together. And now, two stories about Star Trek groups doing good. Last week... The cast of Star Trek Voyager got together for a virtual 25th anniversary reunion. The live stream, part of the Stars in the House web series in support of the Actors Fund, took place last Tuesday and featured the entire main cast, appearing in rotation and generally reminiscing about their time on the show. And now, Deadline reports that donations from fans set a record for the most money ever raised for the Actors Fund in a single episode. The total donations for the day came to a whopping $19,225, beating out the previous record of $13,910 set by the cast of Glee. Stars in the House co-hosts and creators Seth Rudetsky and James Wesley praised the fans who tuned in, saying, "...it came as no surprise that the Trekkies showed up in full force to see the reunion, but we didn't know their generosity would be so great." as to break the single episode fundraising record Stars in the House has now raised over $342,000 for the Actors Fund since its inception back in March Other guests on the show have included the casts of The Love Boat, Frasier, and Desperate Housewives If you missed the live stream and you'd like to watch it back you can do so on the Stars in the House YouTube channel You can also still donate to the Actors Fund which is a national human services organization that provides a safety net to performing artists and entertainment professionals. To do that, please visit starsinthehouse.com. Earlier this month, Perfect World Entertainment, the publisher of Star Trek Online and its sister game Neverwinter, announced that it would be raising money for two charities by offering exclusive digital bundles through groupies.com. The promotion ended last week, and when the results were tallied, the two games had raised over $130,000 for Pop Culture Hero Coalition and the Bay Area chapter of the United Way. In the promotion, players could purchase codes for exclusive digital items in Neverwinter and Star Trek Online, for either the PC or gaming console versions. Among the goodies on offer for Star Trek Online were a Heroic Tribble, the special title Heroic, and playable starships. The total of $130,313 that was raised from the sale was split evenly between the two charities. Pop Culture Hero Coalition was founded by Star Trek Deep Space Nine's Chase Masterson and uses pop culture to help educate children and combat bullying and other forms of intolerance. The United Way Bay Area seeks to end poverty in eight Bay Area counties by building financial capability among their residents. Now, it's too late to get those exclusive rewards for yourself, but it's not too late to get the game. Star Trek Online is free to play and available for PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. Visit StarTrekOnline.com for more information. That's it for today's Daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Alison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash News. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, then don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. We're at Daily Trek News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and Trek trivia. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com, the Roddenberry Podcast Network.